the Weekly Warp Pipe. Welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe, a podcast dedicated to retro video games, 80s and 90s toys, and all things nostalgia. This episode, we talk about why we collect video games. Is it the nostalgia, or is it something much deeper? I'm joined with me by my co-host, Jay, the NES Addict. Be sure to check out RussLyman.com to check out my other YouTube channels, merch, and much, much more. Let's get into the episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe. I'm your host, Russ Lyman. And I'm NES Addict. What's going on, Jay? I love your hat. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. I thought I'd bring some fun to the podcast today. Even though you can't see it when you're listening. <laughs> He's got a Mario hat on with uh, some Tanuki ears. Yep. Nice. So our buddy Scott was watching me on my live stream. I live stream every Wednesday, six o'clock on bit by bit. And he had a topic suggestion for the podcast. He said, playing and collecting video games from our childhood. Is it more than just nostalgia? Does it go deeper than that? It's a good question. We're going to get down to the bottom of it. (laughs) (laughs) Dig into it like Toad. That's right. Um, For me, uh, nostalgia definitely played a huge part, but maybe it does go deeper because I don't have nostalgia for things like the Genesis. Okay. But I wanted to collect it. Maybe with maybe almost like association. So you have nostalgia with Nintendo and you're like, well, I never got to experience the Genesis growing up. So maybe I'll try that. Yeah. I mean, I guess in a way, some nostalgia could be like associated with that too, though, because I do remember commercials and playing at friends houses, but I just didn't own it. So. Right. So I mean, you could almost relive the, you know, going to Timmy's house down the street and playing Sonic for the first time. And you're like, I wish I I could play that again. I want to play that game. Timmy had, (laughs) I mean, same with me. My neighbor had, sega genesis growing up so i would go over his house play sonic x-men um all those games that i i didn't have on my nintendo so it was kind of cool to be like okay there's the sega house and uh you know i'll play nintendo i ended up playing nintendo um mostly on the weekends um growing up i would go to my dad's my parents were uh, divorced when i was young so i went to my dad's on the weekend and I had Nintendo at his house. So definitely nostalgia for me because it would be okay. Going to dad's on Friday, go to the video store. You know, we're going to rent a couple VHS tapes so he can have something to watch. And then I'll pick out a Nintendo game for the weekend. And hopefully it was a good one. Cause I was stuck with it. <laughs> I think another thing that's non nostalgia related is I just didn't have the dexterity at the age we'll see. And I got my Nintendo in 89. I was eight years old. I never beat a single NES game when I owned it. So now it's like, okay, I can replace some of these games that I wasn't good enough to get through mm-hmm. and, and get through them now. Right. Right. So you go almost conquering your childhood. That's right. <laughs> these games got the best of me back then. Maybe you didn't have Nintendo power to get those tips and tricks. I don't think the tips and tricks would have helped me. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> And that coordination would have played a more important role. It also comes down to, I would say, how many, for me at least, like how many games you own. Back then, it wasn't a lot of games. You know, for most kids, you'd have, you know, three, four games. So you were playing those games 
constantly. Um, so progressively getting better at playing those games. So then you can, you know, get further. And then it was like a special occasion. Oh, I can rent a game for the weekend to try something new. And then you completely suck at that. And oh. you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> or in my case, just progressively getting more frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> blast jay's never completing the games back then <laughs> yep i think that's why it's such a uh high thing on my list to complete now so i want to that's it that's what got me into the nintendo i was like man i never beat batman as a kid i need to beat that i gotta put that to rest before <laughs> put it puts me to that. rest nice nice yeah I, we were talking about that before and say definitely Batman was a, a classic one. I remember playing it a ton growing up, um, definitely remembering the music, the soundtrack and everything and being a big Batman fan, seeing Michael Keaton on the big screen. And then you're like, oh, man, I get to bring home the NES game. Yeah, it was like a big deal. And you're like, all right. But being a child, it's like this game's tough. It was I'm not tough. Getting very far in it. <laughs> Level three. I'm done. That's it. Those guys that like bounce around, they just take all your energy in the sewer. <laughs> I know it was, that was a really difficult level. Definitely would need some game genie for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Some so other codes. than that and say other, uh, other certain games you think are tied to memories, like maybe getting certain games for like birthday gifts or. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll never forget getting Mario three um, in Christmas of, 1990 at my sister's house there we go i got a video to prove it i'm like mario 3 that's what i wanted <laughs> nice i can't remember when i got mario 3 you know what i have a really funny memory about that too um so we were at my sister's house she lived in myrtle beach we lived up in the northern part of uh south carolina at the time and i remember riding home and then I was like unpacking my presents because I didn't have mm -hmm. an NES there and I had kind of forgotten about it. Okay. And I remember like moving something and I was like, Oh, Mario three, I forgot. I got this. Yes. I can play it now. It was like, it was like the best day ever. Nice. Yeah. An extra surprise. You're like, yes. When I get home, we're diving into this. That's right. Now, did you see the wizard beforehand getting it? And kind so of get I never saw the wizard as a kid, only the commercials, but in the commercials, they put a lot of that super Mario three footage in there. So even the commercial hyped me up the commercial for the movie, the wizard. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they had all those like screenshots and like, you're like, what is this big Armageddon doors? You're like, this looks epic. Did you see it as a kid? I want to say, yeah, like we went to the movies a lot uh, growing up. So I assume I did. I distinctly can't remember going to see it, but I would assume that I did. Did you see the Mario Brothers movie? Oh, yeah. OK, Absolutely. yeah. I distinctively remember being disappointed at that. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, close enough. You know, we got they got the suits on. You know, there's a bomb in there. Super scope. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. Right. They, they hit it all. What 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 were we comparing it to? There was no other video game movie prior, so I guess I was comparing it to the game. Right. I was like, Yoshi is doesn't look like Yoshi. What's this Koopa? He's dressed up like a human being. He's right. That was kind of he's humongous. <laughs> Bowser just looks like some old guy that's like a lizard. I don't know. Right, right. But it was the first game movie, and then it only went up from there. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> And so we got to Sonic and Sonic 2. The pinnacle. That's it. Set the staples on that. <laughs> um, but so collecting, you said you got back into it. Um, 
and you started collecting for the Genesis, essentially, um, maybe pure on nostalgia. Uh, I'm trying to remember when I got back into it. I know I collect it, you know, through growing up. I had, you know, NES, Super Nintendo, GameCube. I distinctly remember getting GameCube um, for my birthday. That's why I was asking my uh, my high school girlfriend. I was like, I want the GameCube so bad. Can you get me it? And I was slightly disappointed when I got the purple one because I wanted like the black one or the silver one. I'm like, this is all they had. Oh, I was like, ah, oh, the purple one. Disappointment. Uh, all right. But she did get me Luigi's Mansion, which hey. I have still yet to beat. Come on, dude. What are you waiting for? I'm the still working to on- come out. <laughs> I'm working on the third one. I haven't been any of the Luigi's mansions. I've started them all and I haven't. So I'm determined to like beat one of them. It might be the third one, be the first one I beat. Maybe you should start live streaming it until you finally complete it. Well, I was live streaming breath of the wild oh, and I God. still haven't beaten it yet. So I might have to start live streaming that one again. You can go ahead and just wait till you're tired to do that. <laughs> so much to do in there. Jeez. But yeah, then, you know, kind of watching um, YouTube videos kind of got me back into it, seeing other people collecting it. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? I remember, you know, the my NES or this and that. So, like, I dug them out of some boxes and I was like, this is pretty cool. So I ended up going to some thrift stores and um, trying to think when I went to, like, the first retro video game store. And you're like, oh, OK, this stuff is kind of coming back around and you get that nostalgia feeling you're like, yeah, I remember this game distinct box art seeing and you're like okay i I wonder if i you know i played this game or maybe i just seen it in a nintendo power magazine do you want to hear a terrible sin that i committed before i started collecting (laughs) okay um so at one point in 2003 i dated this girl and i remember going into her garage and sitting there on the ground was a Nintendo. And I was like, whoa, a Nintendo. This was like 2003. Yeah. I, was like, I haven't seen one of those in like 10 years. Like, that's crazy. And she's like, yeah, you can have it if you want. And it's just my parents were going to sell it at a garage sale. And they never did. So I took it home and I kept mm-hmm. this Nintendo from like 2003 until probably like 2000 and like 10 or 11. Okay. And it was at my, in my mom's storage shed. And we were cleaning out the storage shed. My friend picked it up. He's like, hey, what are you going to do with this? And I was like, I don't know. I'll probably never play it. I was like, just throw it away. And like less than probably 12 months later, I got into the retro collecting. And I was like, why did I throw that Nintendo away? What's wrong with me? So then I had to scrounge and find one. Mm-hmm. And I had one all along, except I trashed it. He literally like, like your friend didn't just take it and t- told you he threw it out. No, he just threw it. I saw him throw it right in the trash. Just didn't even think twice about it. And <laughs> and thinking back on that now, I'm like, what was wrong with me? Like, I can't even believe that I did it. But at that point like, in my life, I just didn't care. Right. It's like, well, why throw Why not just give it, give it away to Goodwill? Save, you know, one of those like donate it to the church. I just assumed anything. it didn't work. Oh, okay. Because it was before I knew like how like well built they were and how long right. you're like well it's really old it probably doesn't work anymore just throw it out yeah i am so embarrassed to admit that especially with <laughs> my then, youtube name and now you became the nes addict i went from the nes trash man to the nes addict <laughs> well at least you're trying to make the make the wrongs right that's right um so i was gonna say is it so playing these games do you think we go back to them because of the Let's see if I can say this word familiarity 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 yeah Yeah. Um, I I mean I think so 
I, I think, you know, it, it brings back a little piece of that childhood when life was easier. You didn't have stressors of jobs and, you know, being a parent and, and weekends full of cutting grass, you know, you could actually just chill <laughs> and do whatever. Right. Right. Um, Cause there's so many games and options for gaming now. It's like, well, why did we go back to these old games that we played a ton already? It's like, all right, let me pop in super Mario brothers three. Once again, even though I beaten it 20 times, it's just something about, you know, hearing that music and the startup screen. Yeah. And I think, you know, just like the simple simpleness of like the eight bit graphics, like, you know, because as a kid, like we were constantly selling systems to get the next best thing. And I think now as an adult, I realize like it doesn't have to look incredible as long as the gameplay is solid, the controls right. are good, you know, and then the presentation is good. It, it can be 8-bit and still be, I mean, Contra is better than a ton of games and it, it's like a classic, you know? Oh, right, right. It was like the, the bit wars. You had your 8-bit and then you're like... Super Nintendo 16-bit. I, I totally like, remember having this conversation with my parents. I'm like, come on, it's 16-bit. It's like twice as many bits. Like, That was your argument. Yeah, that was my argument. I, I wonder if I can dig up somewhere. I remember in school, we had to write a persuasive essay on something that we wanted. And then we would get graded on it. And we would, uh, you know, hand it in to our parents. I remember writing mine on the game gear. The game like gear was why, amazing. Why I wanted to get, cause I believe I, I'm sure I already had the game boy. So I was like, you know, I want, I want to get the game gear. It's, it's color. It's a little bit wider. It's got, you know, different style games. I can trade with my friends. I absolutely was completely unimpressed by the game boy as a kid. Really? Yeah. Like, so I got my Nintendo Christmas of 89 and we always went to Mississippi to see my dad's family. And I remember my cousin gave me her Game Boy. She's like, look, I got the Game Boy. Like, this is going to be so cool. We'll play your Nintendo and my Game Boy. Right. And she handed it to me. And I played Mario Land for like maybe four minutes. And I was like, this is stupid. And I just handed it back to her and I went, we got my NES. <laughs> You're like, not impressed. <laughs> not impressed at all. Mario's too small and he's green. Yeah, I just, gray. <laughs> I just, yeah, it didn't, to me, it did not hit home. Now, did you ever play with the, uh, the tiger handhelds growing up? Yeah, they, they always alerted me. I never got like one of the really good ones, like the official tiger. I had like some kind of like smaller off brand. It was like, yeah, it was yeah. like pinball or something stupid. Right. It was, it was blue and pink. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Cause I had that one as well. Yeah. That like baseball, the super generic ones you would get at like Walgreens or CVS. Yep, That's what I had. But yeah, I remember, you know, they obviously played on using the box art from the Nintendo game. So you would see double dragon the Castlevania Gaiden, Castlevania. You're like, Whoa, like this looks awesome. And the, you know, game boy was so big. So it's like, all right, well, this is only 20 bucks opposed to a hundred dollars for a game boy. And God forbid you have to play it on a car ride home in the middle of the night. You are oh not God. seeing it. You'd have to hope for the uh, the street lights that would like shine every time you're <laughs> passing. Like I can see, I can't, I can see. <laughs> That's hilarious. The struggles growing up playing handheld games, <laughs> living in the eighties and nineties. That's it. Jeez Louise. <laughs> um. So yeah, we got. Why do we play the games from our past, and why do we collect them? Almost. Um, 
trying to get a bit of that childhood back and you can, you know, revisit that. Maybe it's a memory looking at our shelves with the games and the cards. You're like, man, I remember, you know, renting this from blockbuster video and playing it, having a good time. And I think now, like there's also a, a preservation aspect to it as well. Cause like digital media is taken over physical media is out and it's probably never going to be that big of a thing again. If I had to guess that, Oh, physical media is not going to be as big of a thing. I don't think so. I think it's, I think it's, you know, another 30 years, who knows if it'll even exist. Everything can be streamed and it right. saves so much space. Like think about having like, uh, all your music just come off your phone as opposed to having like 50 CDs and a book in your car. Right. It's like how we made that uh, jump. It was like 50 CDs and a book in a car. Then the iPod came out. You're like, okay, this is cool. I can carry more. Um, and now it's just, and now you, just your games, you can just download them straight to your switch or whatever you're playing. Right. Right. I would say, you know, on switch too to jump back into the nostalgia <laughs> factor. I see a lot of these, a lot of these indie games playing off of that retro style Yeah, where it's, where it's a new game, but it kind of looks like NES super Nintendo style, but crisper. Yeah. They have some new game. John Riggs was showing it off. I meant to pick it up on the switch. That is basically Contra. Nice. It, it's named something different, obviously, but like it's pretty much Contra. Like Bloodstained was, like, was Castlevania. Right. Right. And that, that was fantastic. I'd love playing through. I must've played through that. Like, three or four times with the different characters. Yeah, it's great. So they're definitely, the developers know what they're doing. Like, oh, okay, we got these people looking for that nostalgia. They love the NES. Uh, you know, let's make some games that kind of play similar to that style. Probably easier to develop too. I would imagine. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't develop games or if it's lesser graphics, maybe it's easier to knock it out. I don't know. Who knows? I'm going to go out on a limb and say it probably is though. Maybe. Yeah, I'm definitely, you know, a sucker for those when I'm going through the eShop and looking for games where I'm like, okay, this kind of looks like games from the past and I'll dig those. My main thing is, you know, I really enjoyed the simplicity of those older games on NES. You're just going left to right, completing the game. There's not much wandering around or getting stuck. Yeah, did you play Venture Kid? Which one was it? Venture Kid. Oh, no. No, it's, I don't think I did. It's like a Mega Man clone. It's great. Nice. Yeah, you'll have to look that one up. It and it's on uh NES. It's on the Switch. Oh, it's on the Switch. It's like a new, it's like exactly what you're talking about, like a new game, but like with an based on like an old title. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, there's definitely tons of them out there now. And uh that's pretty awesome. The developers are like, okay, let's jump on this. Let's capitalize on this. Capitalize, exactly. Well, I wonder how like does your son see ever play those games or see those games like um he doesn't see those games he does play some of my nes games like he really likes kirby kirby is really like one of his favorite nes games yeah because i guess it's really catered towards children and it's like kind of hard to like die on it too too hard too easy you know right i mean that and like yoshi's woolly world are all like fun type games yeah he plays he plays yoshi's crafted world too he likes that Right, that's the that's the, that's the one in the Switch. Woolly World is on Wii U. Yeah, yep. And then uh, obviously Mario Odyssey. He he loves that, but it's so funny because like he doesn't play it to like really achieve anything. He just likes to wander around and 
you know, he'll, he'll kill some enemies and find some coins, but it's like a big sandbox to him. He's just going all over the place. Right. Just exploring, seeing what, what he can yeah. find out in the game. Yeah. Cause I already beat it. So he can pretty much go wherever he wants. Yeah. Right. You're like, I, I did what I needed to do. If you mess up my save file, whatever. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder, it said like Minecraft became so big. And it's funny how the young kids are, they'll see an NES game and they're like, oh, it's like Minecraft graphics. Yeah. Like, nope, like other way around, buddy. Nintendo was around long before. It'll be interesting to see what kids are nostalgic for, like, in like 10 years. Right. And then uh, on the flip side of that, too, like, since everything is going digital, are they, how are they, you know, going to be able to trigger those memories other than maybe seeing a YouTube video or something like that? They won't have a physical thing to look at and be like, Hey, I remember playing this game. Yeah, exactly. Like, especially kids now, like my son, like, I mean, I guess you could look at a switch case, but. Right. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe the icon, if you're scrolling through <laughs> all your downloaded games, you're like, Hey, I remember that one. I remember that icon. I wish I could hold it. <laughs> I remember that NFT. I'll just look at it instead. <laughs> on a screen. Oh, I wanted to, on a side, side note, want to give a uh, update from last podcast. If you guys listened to last episode, um, we ended up getting the condo I was talking about that was up for auction. That's amazing. <laughs> Russ will be able to have all of his goodies in one place now. Yeah. We were talking about how to make the uh, studio fit in there because of this being such a large space. Um, obviously I can't bring everything over to there because it's basically a just a regular bedroom but you're gonna so we're trying to build me an ensuite though right so i can move into it's <laughs> gonna be it's for the good of the podcast russ i could have the uh what are those beds the murphy beds come down so you can... <laughs> i'll be like the guy behind the couch on the avgn i'll just pop up what's up russ what's up like you ready to record get back behind the couch <laughs> we're not ready yet but yeah i'm excited to see you know the new, the new I'll, I'll film it, like putting it together and uh, getting it going. Cause a lot of people were saying, um, you know, um, that they have small game rooms and how they try to make it work. Or it's a multifunctional game room. Essentially it's a game room and it's also a uh, play area. Maybe you got your kids toys and stuff in there too. So it's got to serve more, more than one purpose. Yeah. I'm thankful to have this tiny little space, but uh, it'd be nice to have more room, you know? well maybe well you know what i was gonna ask you you don't have a basement do you no in south carolina it's rare to have a basement same thing in california i guess too was it something with the dirt like i don't even know why i guess we don't have as many tornadoes i don't know who knows They're like no basements for you you're not gonna die from a strong wind storm you stay up above <laughs> the ground <laughs> lordy <laughs> Keep your games in your closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. What is the most nostalgic NES game music that you can think of? Other than Mario. Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, because that was actually what I was thinking. Just like, oh, probably Mario. You know what? I've been um, using a ton of in my videos, and a lot of people don't think it's this game and maybe they never heard of it before, but Mick kids, Mick kids. It's basically a super Mario three clone. Um, but 
yeah, it plays awesome. It's got fantastic music, and I use it a ton of my videos. It's actually the intro to our podcast is a McKids. No track. way. Yeah. I didn't even know that. I'll have I to use listen it to that. it. And on snacky snack time, I use one of the tracks is when always when I'm reviewing food items on there, I use that, but it's super catchy. I would say for me, Batman skate or die and like Mario one and three remind right. me of a kid. It's like instantly when I hear it, I'm like, Oh man, the first time I heard Batman music again, like when I was like started collecting like seven years ago. Yeah. It like just blew my mind. It like instantly transformed me back into my bedroom as a kid. I was like, Oh my God, I haven't heard this in like 30 years. Nice. It was so freaking cool. Yeah. I mean, it just hits like Sunsoft did, did, did great doing, doing those games there. And even, even the, uh, the sequel, um, was it Joker return of the Joker return of the Joker? Yeah. It was oh a good God. one. So many good soundtracks. So many. Sunsoft. What about, what about that? Uh, pause music on Battletoads. You know what? So I did play Battletoads as a kid. My buddy Mark had it. So I remembered that. that <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a good I one. Your, I saw your video on TikTok. <laughs> Puts me into a dance trance. That's it. <laughs> what else nice. do we have, Russ? Nostalgia. Nostalgia. I mean, Basically, it does come down to to nostalgia. We want to have those childhood memories again, um, playing these games or maybe seeing the carts and kind of going back to that more simpler time, I would say. Another thing I think of is um, we don't have like manuals anymore. Right. It's all digital if, if they do include it. Yeah, that's sad. Because that was a big thing with me bringing the game manual to maybe school. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. Like to something to do, like when you couldn't actually play the game or right. like even on the car ride home, you could just go ahead and open the box and start looking at the manual, you know, kind of get excited yeah. about it. You get that backstory, you get some screenshots or like get to see the characters a little bit more. And I, and also, you know, I like drawing. So I would draw the use the manual and like copy the manual and draw Link or Mario or whatever. Sounds so totally like a fun. Russ Russ Lyman thing. He's doing DIY forever back in the day. And funny enough, a few of my Nintendo powers have pages or pieces missing out of it because I cut it out to make a art project. I made, I have somewhere, um, I was obsessed with Game Gear, kind of like you were. Um, and I was obsessed with the idea of having Mortal Kombat. So I okay. got Mortal Kombat on the Game Gear and I made my own handmade booklet for it. And I'd cut out like stuff from it and even had like, like with the fatalities and stuff. Yeah, what do you mean? exactly. Okay. Like, so I'd remember how to do the moves and, um, and I even like cut out some like Sega promotional stuff. And I was like, I was like, don't forget to buy a Sega Genesis, your pal Sonic, you know, <laughs> like just, that's probably like the only DIY I've ever done. I yeah. definitely remember printing all the moves like going on on the internet and printing it out and being like, what is, how do you do the fatalities? The early days big, of the internet. It was, it was probably one of those printers with like the, uh, the, the little circles on the side. Go, that's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. You load it in. However it sounded. Just like you made. Classic for sure. But yeah, I mean, definitely that's, that's a big part for me. You know, you just want to maybe zone out for 10 minutes or whatever. And it's easier to do these retro games than 
playing something on the switch. You're like, let me play something, you know, I'm familiar with. I'll throw in Mario or something easy. Yeah. Just hit a couple levels, like punch out, just hit, knock out a couple dudes and turn it off and you're done. Right. Right. Absolutely. And then, you know, it's good. And that's why we always, you know, everything that's attached to that, you know, I just got this punch out book right here. That's sick. (laughs) I love it. And, you know, it's like I enjoy the games growing up, so I'll buy other media that involves those games. Man, no, it's so cool. What'd that yeah, run I you? I think it was like 50 bucks, 60 bucks, maybe. I got it on Kickstarter. Cool. Hardcover. We read it on uh, last week's live stream, Russ's Retro Reads, every Thursday at 4 o'clock. I like it. I like the plugs. Nice. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to think anything else. Our t- our timer is going to be running out soon. Oh said. no, <laughs> we um, got we got six minutes. So, <laughs> I guess the other thing would be, um, hmm, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, I really believe it really does mostly come down to nostalgia. But like you know, like because like even the Genesis that I wanted to collect for, like I said, I didn't own it, but I have memories of it. So it was like nostalgia for stuff I missed out on. Right, you didn't get to experience it because. You know, we didn't have our own money back then, so we couldn't be like, okay, I'm going to buy a Genesis and a Nintendo. You had to choose basically and wait for a birthday or a good report card and ask your parents, like, okay, buy me this. And hopefully some other kid on the street got something different, so then you could experience that. And even the Turbo Graphics, like, my memory of that is basically just seeing it in, like, like a Toys R Us book and be like, what is that? Like, I've never even heard of that. Like turbo graphics that sounds so cheesy they're 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 being too forceful they're like you know what i mean like they're just trying to compete with nintendo and sega if only i'd have known how good it actually really was i probably would have bought it yeah i i only played it once at a friend's house there was only one of my friends that got it we played keith courage i thought it was neat you know not too bad but i don't remember seeing it at a toys r us or any of those and it was like okay i only played it once i'm not going to ask for it for christmas who know maybe it's harder to find because it was so much readily available to get a sega or a nintendo did you ever play master system as a kid no nope my friend amy had one for whatever reason i think it was her uncles and i remember being like man so weird looking like it looks so strange like what is this <laughs> like a nintendo but it's not a nintendo at all it's like i didn't i could tell it wasn't as good though at least at least that's what i thought the box art was a lot more simpler yeah but they are cool. so many people I'd say compare it there. When you go Nintendo, usually people go Sega, like the Genesis, but it's like, well, that's really super Nintendo Sega Genesis. It should be master system. Nintendo. Exactly. Those are the eight bit consoles. Yep. The old eight bit, but I didn't, but she was like literally the only person I knew that had a master system. But so when I remembered the master system, I was like, Oh yeah, I have like one very brief memory of that thing. Right. But yeah, I don't even remember seeing it in many, you know, like Game Pro magazines or any of that. Like, probably when I got those magazines, we were already long past. Yeah, the life of of it. So it weird. Sega, Sega Saturn was probably on the rise then. Yeah, probably. Which I never bought either. I, I went to Sega CD, and then after that was Dreamcast. I got. I was so jealous of kids that had the Sega CD because to me, I was like, oh, it's the pinnacle. It's CD technology. It's finally CDs. And I was so bummed that Nintendo didn't release one. And I remember like, there's like this little panel on the bottom of the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading a rumor like, oh, that's for their CD add-on that they're going to add, which I guess would have been the PlayStation, right? Like that's what the PlayStation became eventually. 
right i guess after they cut ties but man i was so jealous of sega i was like man i got the cd <laughs> cd based do you remember it's when the more... jaguar came out slightly i just remember I was being like, like okay atari's back that's that's exactly what i thought i was like yeah. whoa atari's back that blew my mind but then it was like what is this controller yeah what is this it's so left field like all right it's got a bunch of buttons like nothing like their competitors yeah it's a little too out there but yeah so uh, you know again reading these old uh game magazines kind of brings me back to be like oh yeah i remember this like reading comic books so many ads in comic books for video games that's probably yeah. where i've seen a lot of stuff i love looking for those i think that's so fun yeah, like I, I did a video a while back and I was digging through some comics and I'm like, look, here's like Mortal Kombat day when Mortal Kombat was coming out. It's like, that's probably where I found most of my, um, like, because we were, there's not too many ads on TV that I would see. Um, so it'll be all through word of mouth on the playground or looking at comic books and be like, nice, I'm putting that on my uh, my Christmas list, yeah. my birthday list. I remember kids bringing Nintendo Power to school and being so jealous. I'm like, can I borrow that? Let me look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, what is that? Can I sign up for it? 12 bucks for the year? Four issues or whatever it is. If only I could have talked my mom into it. Blast. But now you can get them and relive the nostalgia. Nostalgia. That's right. <laughs> Name of the game. Sweet. Oh, yeah. It's a great topic. If you guys have any topics that you want us to discuss in the podcast, you can leave them in the comments on the YouTube video. Or if you're listening on Spotify, you know, reach out through social media and get in touch with us. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Much appreciate it. Um, and we'll be back as always every Saturday, 7 a.m. for the weekly warp pipe. I've been your host, Russ Lyman. And I'm India's addict. <laughs> we'll catch you guys later. Take care.